0: Guilt versus shame, the like what her two definitions were?
1: Yes. So guilt is that I did something wrong, but shame is that I am innately wrong.
0: Hmm. I mean, and I'm spitballing a little here. But I think sometimes, like, I don't remember not having the framework of I'm innately wrong right Mm -hmm. like and that goes back to like kind of messages I think about original sin and being in a fallen world and like you know yada 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 um but it's like like I started in shame and I had to work back to guilt Mm. like cause I I just I don't and I'm sure maybe there was a time like whenever I was like young like where I like didn't have the shame and I had the guilt but I don't remember that right like my framework is remembering the shame first I think when it came to like Mm. food and body image and stuff because like I I don't know I just like always maybe it was like I grew up like and I just lots of my friends were just like like, the girl who was three months older than me, who I grew up kind of in the shadow of, was, like, always, like, blonde hair, blue-eyed, then, like, just, like, classically beautiful. And, like, mm-hmm. that's fine. Like, and I know she had her own, like, stuff with, like, body image and eating. Like, mm-hmm. everyone does. But, like, I just always remember, like, this, like, comparison to her in my head and, like, feeling shame about, like, being bad because I didn't look like her. Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's
0: mm. so like, I don't, like, I. it was like a thing for me to get to like where I was feeling guilt rather than shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, And I don't know if that's like a cultural thing, if that's a me thing, if that's a, the way society feeds messages to us when we're too young to remember that leap.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, as you were talking about that, like, I was thinking about the girls in my, like, elementary school who I was, like, um, jealous of, and just, like, because it was always, like, the quote-unquote pretty girls, right, like, got Mm -hmm. the attention, like, they were the ones who people wanted to be around, and people wanted to, um, be friends with and they were like the funny ones even though they weren't were they really even that funny probably you know not. probably not
0: right
1: no, 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 no. honestly I think being I have a theory that like no it's okay <laughs> <laughs> I always start to say things and then I realize how like inappropriate they are and then I'm like I told it down no. um but like I just like I remember like um It wasn't even, I don't, yeah, because I think when I think of my younger self, it wasn't even that I wanted to be pretty, but it was that I wanted to be wanted. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like I just wanted people to want me in a room and I just Mm -hmm. wanted friends. I just remember like, uh, and it's so sad, but I remember just like crying, like crying prayers at night and just like praying that I would like look different and then like waking up and like looking the same and then just being <laughs> devastated and being like God honestly like why are we even like what good are you you know like I just mm-hmm. remember like um having such deep problems with like because um, I also like bullied a lot as a kid and so just like just being just having having like an awkward shape um quote-unquote awkward shape I don't really believe in that mm-hmm. phrasing um and just, like, I remember, like, um, going through puberty late, and that was just, like, a huge thing for me because I was just, like, what if it never comes? And I remember people would say, like, you're never going to – I, like, um, I went to school with this girl who was, like, you're not a woman until you have your period. And I remember being, like, I'll never be a woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what if they get? and, like, reading articles. And then I remember – like reading things that would say like oh maybe it won't come till like sometimes it doesn't come till you're like 18 and I was like I I can't wait that long I'm running out of time and like yeah I just remember really struggling with the idea of like femininity as a kid and like feeling um just just never just like feeling like girly enough or like pretty Mm. enough and like um and yeah, that was that was always just really difficult for me and um yeah, what are some of your own like early childhood like struggles when it comes to your body?
2: Um. um well <coughs> for me let's see, I don't know, I just um so I'm not sure why, but so my body is certain bones and stuff are just like differently shaped. Mm -hmm. So like my legs are like sort of unequally bowed. My rib cage is like different on both sides and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's just because like, you know, so I was born in the Philippines, my mother's Filipino. I don't know if that's just because they didn't have access to all the necessary vitamins or everything, or if my mom just didn't take them. I don't know, you know, like all the joints on the left side of my body, they all crack and pop differently than the right side. Everything with my body is sort of, like, unequal in that sense, you know? And, like, my left leg is 10 pounds weaker than my right. Wow, yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I've just sort of, like, always dealt with that. And, like, I still do, like, now. Because when I'm walking, I still – I I try to make a conscious effort to – put like equal amounts of weight on my left leg mm-hmm. as well because sometimes I feel like I'm only I, I feel like I'm just l- walking like leaning to the right yeah. the whole time yeah. and it doesn't help that the sidewalks at UNF are already uneven tilting that way anyway <laughs> so you know Truth. do people notice I don't know I don't know I mean I uh, people do notice my walk is okay. being different um Lauren you know Burkheimer she once called my walk uh sassy because, yeah. like, I do I do have this little sway to a Sarah once made, like, a comment or two about my walk. And it's one thing that, like, people start to recognize me by. Mm-hmm. Like, I have friends who, like, recognize me from a distance because of my walk. Yeah. You know, but they never say that it's, like, weird or bad or anything, you know. They yeah. just say I, I look like I'm trying to be cool or I just walk cool or something. So. Yeah. But in my head, it's always it's just, like, okay, like, equal weight, like, for per hip and everything. Like, keep everything aligned. Is
1: that, like, <laughs> exhausting to have to think about? Uh, Often, y- you know, not
2: not anymore. As long as the ground is level, I just kind of automatically start doing it. Oh, okay. But you know, with those UNF sidewalks, where every single tile is tilted differently and <laughs> cracked and broken, you know, so yeah. like then I, I do have kind of think about it a little. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. What about you, Sarah? Yeah. Um. I. <sighs> Like I said, I mean, I was always like aware of my body, like just in the sense that like I'm like thick with a couple C's, you know how it'd be. <laughs> um, and like, I just like, again, like this whole like issue of comparison, like I remember comparing myself to like, you know, the girl who was like slightly older than me, we just grew up together. It was just happened and we just have very different body types. Mm. Um, and she was always very sweet and feminine and I was a little louder and brasser and like yeah. crass and like independent, like in your face. And I, I mean, I, I asked another one of our friends one time, I was like, can you give me lessons on how to be a girl? Like, because I just <laughs> felt so unfeminine yeah. like in my body and in my whole being like, and I didn't feel like I fit the mold. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like yeah. that was, that was partially because I was growing up in a like, environment that really valued a hyper femininity that I just don't do a good job of playing into. Yeah. yeah. Um but like I remember having these conversations like with my grandmothers and my mom. And I think I think my family's been shrinking women for years, like we've been trying mm-hmm. to. Like yeah. which that's actually a reference to a button poetry poem called Shrinking Women. I think is what it's called. It's a really great poem. Oof. But like The women in my family are, like, consumed with this, how do we look attractive physically and how much do we weigh? Mm. And, like, um, I remember my grandmother telling me when I was pretty young, like, I was putting sugar in my tea. And she was like, oh, don't put so much sugar in. You'll end up looking like... And then she named people, some of which were women in our family. Mm. Wow. Um, And... So, like, things like that. And I remember, like, other, like, women in my family, like, in that. I'm not going to say which women in Mm -hmm. my, like. Mm -hmm. But, like, having conversations with me, like, you know, I think we could both stand to lose 10 pounds. And I'm, like, 10. Mm. Like, it's, like, you know, what if we, like, tried to do this, like, diet thing together? Like, yeah so there's been this constant feed in my life that we all, it's this cycle that we've, like, all allowed to happen and perpetuated with each other. Yeah. Like, in terms of how do we meet this criteria of pretty. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I am (laughs) like, ugh,
1: I, yeah, that's just like unraveled all this like stuff that I had with my own mom and like the own women in my, women in my family of like, um, so like being, um, so, uh, what what was it called? It's like skin lightening is Mm. really pop. Like skin bleaching is really popular Mm. in Sudan, um, a lot of places, honestly. <laughs> but like, so. And for me, as a growing up as a dark skinned girl, I'm a dark skin woman now, as that happens. Uh, my mom, <laughs> I remember my mom would bleach her skin. Um, like there are these creams, and she, and she would she would never tell me to bleach my skin, but I remember she would like, um her affirmations about my body and about my skin never really hit because I was like, you used to look like me mm-hmm. and now you don't, but you're trying to tell me that what I have and what you used to have is beautiful. But then like, why didn't you keep it? Mm-hmm. And like, there was, there's a common thing too with like women in um, the Sudanese community where in it, and then it just makes me think, but then, see, my initial thought is to be angry, but then, like, the more I talk about it, the more I just honestly just feel empathy, right? Because, like, in some sense, it's, like, some uh, self-defense mechanism, right? Like, like, their way of trying to, like, keep us safe in this world, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, at least for you, even me, like, when they talk about... Um, when they're concerned about our bodies and they're concerned about us being like pretty women, attractive women, right? When it goes back to what we were saying earlier about pretty women attract, like being attractive is like, is your gateway into acceptance, right? And like Mm -hmm. into like safety, like social safety. And so like, I just wonder if like our mothers were just trying to keep us safe in the way that they knew how, right? And the way that they were taught.
0: And also like i mean in religious communities particularly in the south one like getting married is important right yeah Mm -hmm. and so like part of finding someone to like marry you is like you know getting someone who thinks you're attractive so they're trying to like help you be safe there for like the rest of your life because in their head you know you need someone some guy to take care of you and Mm -hmm. it's like
1: Like, thanks but (laughs) but
0: (laughs) It's like, um. thank you for trying to protect me in the best way you know how, but
1: yeah, I have to say, like, this, these tools, this, like, tools, these tool sets they just don't work for this, for the life I'm trying to live. Mm-hmm. They don't work for this version of yeah. reality. Yeah. and Maybe for yours, you know, um, but, yeah, I, how, what's your, um,
2: um, well, like, going back to what Sarah was saying about not fitting the mold, like. It was sort of a big part of like my, my high school because, you know, I, I'm not tall, I especially wasn't tall then, I was mm-hmm. shorter then. You know, I was like short, I wasn't like, you know, particularly good looking, I, like I didn't really do anything with my hair, mm-hmm. like I wasn't like muscular or anything. The only thing I really had going for me in high school before I let everybody know I play guitar was that I was funny. Mm. Like, so I had this ability to sort of blend between groups, but part of that was just really wanting to, like, fit in. Yeah. And it really wasn't until, like, I started to go to CCW for a while that I realized that I don't want to fit in. I just want to be accepted. And if you don't like me, then that's cool. You do you. I'm not going to get involved. But going back to, like, the body thing, like, yeah, like, that was, like, a a big, like, thing for me for a while. Because, like, I'm also, like, very interested in, like, you know, fashion and everything like Mm -hmm. that. You know, it's, like you know like skinny jeans and like you know like denim jackets and everything like that you know nice shoes but growing up in a school full of like a bunch of sort of hyper masculine like rednecks and everything uh of threw everybody under the bus there <laughs>
1: <laughs> they'll give you i went to high school with you oh, um <laughs> th- sorry yeah, i still love you <laughs>
2: No, no, they're they're, they're putting words in my mouth. Authenticity over everything. If you you drove a large jacked up truck and stole traffic cones, I was not a fan of you. Just throwing (laughs) that out there. But anyway, like, yeah, it was a big thing because like it was hard. I didn't want to like, I didn't want that to like, I don't know, just like be like a thing that like people like knew because it's, I feel like in high school it was hard, you know, to be like a straight male who's interested in like fashion and like music and being, you know, sensitive and open and everything. Mm-hmm. and not be thought of as gay mm. in a way because like yeah. that, that was a thing for me as well you know because I didn't understand anything back then I grew up in an evangelical background so it's like oh it's wrong to be gay mm-hmm. and so I just want to be like oh I'm not gay what are you talking about yeah you know? it's yeah like, yeah that was a big thing but now it's like I just I just don't care you know I just do like whatever so I did make it out of the super skinny jean phase you know, my legs can breathe now, so that's Yeah, nice.
1: you, now it's just only, yeah. like, partially skinny Yeah,
2: yeah partially skinny. Well-fitting. Well-fitting no, well <laughs> jeans. We're not going back to early 2000s jeans, that <laughs> you know, probably two sizes too big.
1: Honestly, what a time.
2: What a time, though.
1: Tell me this, though. If you could say anything to your younger self struggling with body image, what would you say?
2: Um, just don't be afraid to try different things. Don't be afraid to wear a shirt that fits, you know, fits well. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to wear jeans that fit well. Because I also wore, like, very large clothes. Because part of that was just because I didn't know where to find anything in my size. Mm. You know, like, I still struggle now. Sometimes a small fits, like, a medium on me. Yeah. So it's a struggle. But, yeah, no, that's, that's probably what I would tell them. I would tell them, it's like, don't be afraid to just try to be different. And I think I was talking about this with Sarah one day. That, you know it's just very interesting to look at like my growth as a person because you know when you ask that question i often think to myself that me now is someone that like my younger self would look up to mm-hmm. because like you know i'm i'm doing i'm playing like guitar on stage oh, and that's everything. beautiful
0: <laughs> uh, mm. yeah, okay. but
2: it's like yeah i'm just like doing things that, like i really love like i'm doing yeah. like, music and everything it's like i i know I, I dress myself i'm more social i'm more open like, I'm overall, like, feeling, a bit, like, I'm still stressed out on my mind sometimes, <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's college life for ya, you, you <laughs> know, but, yeah, I don't know, I'm just, some, some days, you know, especially on the bad days, I just try to have to mm-hmm. remind myself how far I've come from just, even like, me five, even, like, two years ago, yeah. because I didn't really reach this stage of my life and being until... I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. Like, I think a seminal moment for me was when I started to come to CCW by myself. Yeah. Because before, I would only come whenever, like, David and Lauren would come. And then when they stopped coming, you know, I was like, I'm just going to go because I really want to and because I like these people. Yeah. You know, and I like... like I, you. And I like this community.
0: <laughs> 10 out of 10, Neil.
2: And so mm. that was sort of a seminal moment for me. And that was also around the same time I had that haircut where I started to, like, slick my hair back and everything. So it was just very, like pivotal and it set me on this journey to yeah. just become more comfortable but yeah that's that's what I'd tell that's what I would tell small me yeah I'd say it's mm-hmm. like just don't be afraid to you know be yourself and try to be different yeah you know, don't worry about fitting in because if they don't like you there's nothing you can do to change that yeah mm. so yeah
1: what
0: would you say mm. Let's say you are good you have always been good mm. Your body is good. Your body belongs to you. Mm -hmm. Not to a church that tells you to cover it up all the time. Not to some man who you may or may not marry. Mm -hmm. Your body is yours. It's okay to own it as yours. You are not a hippopotamus despite what your fourth grade class told you. Mm -hmm. You are not anything anyone has ever told you that you are you are everything that you think you are that is good and whole
1: mm-hmm. yeah honestly even that same message would like hit so hard for my for my younger self too I yeah I think I would just I would just say you are beautiful and like you are you are safe and you are welcomed mm. in your in your body. So do what you want, you know what I mean? Like dance in it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Shower in the, just with just the hose outside. Exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> backyard so the neighbors don't see. Exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. Just vibe.
2: just vibe. Just vibe.
1: Just vibe. You know, baby. fall off your bike a couple more times. Climb more trees
0: yeah, even though you can't yeah. really
2: <laughs> I still can't ride a bike. The last time I rode a bike. No. Yeah, I can't ride a bike or swim.
0: We're learning when we get home tonight. I don't Absolutely have a bike, but not. I'm going to make it happen.
2: Because, no. <laughs> no. see, last time I rode a bike, this was like six years ago, I started riding. A, you know, it was a big thing. Like, my dad was like, all right, we're going to take training wheels off. And I was going, I was going, and I was like, I was doing pretty well. And I made it about six feet, and then I fell off the bike and hit my head against this shed that we had in the backyard. Ooh. And I was not happy. And I think that was probably the last time I rode a bike.
1: I think we. <laughs> We need to make a list. I also, First step, I also intervention like,
2: <laughs> with your boba. Yeah, boba intervention.
1: To teach you how to ride a bike. Oh, the swim God. thing I can let go, but like biking, dude. <laughs> <Really>? mm. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess thanks for coming. Yeah, Neil, thanks for joining
0: <laughs> us today. No problem, no problem. This is a lot fun. This is a lot fun. All right, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.